A big thanks to Bosch UK for being our partners on this Leaders Live podcast. Want to hear the inside story behind Net Zero? Or fascinated by the transformation going on in business and society and want to know more about the people behind these changes? Well, this is the podcast for you. Join me, Helen Neal, to hear from leaders in business, government and the third sector who are driving the decarbonisation of our economy or driving technological advancements to improve our world. I've spent years working in government relations and leadership communications. But what has always struck me most is people's personal stories. In this podcast, we'll be diving into the why behind people's work and what's driving them forward to create a better future. So I am delighted to have the wonderful MN Martin Vignette to join us on the very first Leaders Live podcast. Welcome, Eman. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you. Did I did I pronounce your name correctly? I just want to check. Perfect. Absolutely as it should be. Phew. Okay. <laughs> so um Eman, just for full disclosure for everybody listening, we've known each other a fair amount of time now, actually, haven't we? Yes, really, really long time. I mean, we know each other from the automotive community, which is really a very small community, especially from the female side of that perspective. That is very true. That is very true. And um, so we, I think, met initially at an event, uh, was it Kensington Palace? It sounds very grand, but yes. it was it was all to do with innovation and yes, yes. automotive technology and the sort of the change from... Um, you know, petrol cars to, you know, future tech and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was really a lovely event. Uh, the, the last event, if you like, before um, COVID. So it was in uh, July 2019 yeah. in a lovely sunny day. And indeed, we were discussing um, the uptake of electrification and how the industry could support the government in their policies. Um, thank you for that. Yeah, it was a very oh, successful event. No, it's um, and it, it's funny. I think that was the start of, I guess, what has become quite a, what I would say, very much a beautiful partnership. I think between us and and, and yourselves here at Bosch. Um, so I thought what we do for this first podcast is a way in which we can perhaps give the viewers or the listeners, I should say, a bit of an insight into Leaders Live and how we kind of came to be and how we came to partner with you in in terms of developing this platform. But shall we start perhaps at the beginning mm -hmm. um, and talk about, I guess, our backgrounds in automotive, because that very much formed the basis of yes. kind of leaders live in, in many respects, yeah. starting with the pandemic, actually. Oh, absolutely. I mean, who knew that we mm. will uh, talk about lockdown, social distancing and let's zoom together uh, in a call, uh, all expressions we never thought about before. So it's a change in our life for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, that despite the pandemic, there is, as you know, still so much going on in terms of, you know, government policy, but also with businesses and the innovation that still needs to kind of move forward, be that in energy or automotive and all of those sort of things that we now at Leaders Live are yeah. looking at. But we, we didn't really have a platform or there hasn't been a platform for that kind of thing before. No, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's just to start in a uh, conversation with Kensington Palace uh, with a physical event. And we were planning in 2020 another event as we do every year. And the pandemic hit us um, in February. And I remember vividly when I rang you frankly and uh, discussing actually how should we do that? Um, you know, as a, as a, uh, 
um, lobbyists, um, we rely a lot on having and engaging with our stakeholders with uh, roundtables and um, educational uh, events. So that was really in my uh, in my end very worrying. And I remember that you said, well, why not actually do it virtually? And here where we have a pandemic, um, with all of the negativeness around it, something really positive developed. Leaders' life. Yeah, and that, I mean, well, that was very much, I think, a, a kind of joint insight, I think, from both you in terms of what you needed to achieve and sort of getting into the virtual world. And I think from us in terms of our experience in sort of helping to communicate those um, issues to those stakeholder audiences that need to know. I think what's been so nice is that from despite the pandemic, we've been able to take these topics and actually by putting them online, we're actually able to reach a much wider audience than we ever anticipated. Um, So actually, instead of those people that perhaps moved in that world originally got to listen to these topics, I think one of the big bits of feedback we now get from the platform is that anybody can go and watch and anybody can be on the inside listening to these debates and discussions. Exactly. exactly, And any time as well. And where before we were bonded in uh, really attending these physical events in a certain time. And, and now you could just reach even broader audience because they can just see the recording. So it's definitely really a life changer. Very, very good. And, you know, we have also, we grown the community. I mean, with your um, uh, support, Helen, so you, you created really a very good, well-informed uh, Leaders Life community. Well, we, we really, I think both of us said, look, you know, we don't want to do boring webinars. And I think likewise with these podcasts, we want to make sure that we can give some value back to the audience. All of the events and, and activities we try and do are for the audience, obviously. Um, so I think that's kind of, that's changed the approach in terms of how we want to communicate some of these big issues. Yes. But let, let's talk about those big issues because we focus on the future of energy, the future yeah. of mobility and the future of living. And you and I both have that background within the automotive world yes. and we've done quite a few events on automotive. And I think, you know, certainly for the podcast coming up, we're going to continue to build on our Absolutely. knowledge and experience there. But I think our first event was around automotive and it was yeah it automotive was. on the edge or, or something right? I yes. can't even remember the main title now but we yes. looked into that didn't we yes absolutely I mean it was really um, uh, a very good debate where we discussed a technology neutral approach and actually um, instead of being a bias in one technology or another to look more to the use cases and how the consumers at the end of the day can benefit um, but how also the policy can be implemented um, rightly um, uh, as it should be. It was really a, a very, very good discussion, but we didn't stop there. And no. I think one of the other topics, um, definitely you and me um, uh, love and support diversity. Oh, yes. And that was one of the main areas definitely we pushed hard. And I know that you did until now uh, at least three webinars about this topic and you had really very good role models um, um, in, in these webinars. Yeah, I think the the diversity one, I think, has been really good in that, you know, because I think we come from that small community within automotive where, you know, we are a bit of an unusual breed. Let's be honest that, that you know, there aren't a huge amount of women at the top. There's more now, which I'm pleased to see. But I think exposing a light on that and actually having some more debate and discussion there um, has 
I think really helped to build a wider community where people can kind of come and share their views. We've had a lot of engagement on that. So I think that's been a, a, a great discussion. And it's also given a more of a human edge, I, I think, to Absolutely. some of these perhaps more traditionally corporate Yes, type topics. Absolutely. I mean, it, it is, uh, you know, myself as a female engineer uh, with my experience also working for one of the biggest tier one suppliers in the automotive sector, um, I have a very positive experience, but as well as see the uh, talent gap, what we have. Um, and, and you know, in the time where the automotive industry looking for um, innovative technologies like the electrification, um, uh, hydrogen, but as well, we're talking about AI and uh, augmented reality and all of these topics in a very complex environment. And you have a talent gap and these companies, they need to tap into really broader, diverse skills, uh, uh, talent pool. And, and I think women until now is still underutilized mm -hmm. and we really need to look into, uh, inspiring the girls to, uh, to STEM, uh, STEMs and also to engineering, uh, educational uh, pathways. And it's not only, you know, this dirty uh, image of engineering, it's really there are more inspiring uh, roles um, they can definitely apply for. Well, that's interesting you say that because you, of course, are an engineer by trade, which is relatively unusual in itself. And, and you've sort of then gone into the kind of communications and engagement stakeholder yes. type world. How, how did you find that transition from engineer to, <laughs> I guess, creator and creative person? Uh, you know, probably uh, lots of people would be shocked when I say that I'm an introvert. Uh, they probably will not believe really? me. I would I never am. have said that. <laughs> I would never have said you're an introvert. I am. I am for sure. I used to, um, I could share with you some of the pictures, but please don't sh share it with anyone else <laughs> with my thick glasses. And um, I used to program software for a combustion engine um, in, in when I was young. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, for that, fun. You know, exactly. And I, I think it's really, when, when you come from the uh, engineering background, like myself, it's an unusual path maybe to, to go to communication and, uh, and policy, um, development, but it does make sense because, mm. you know, you are on the heart of the technology development. You see how the policy could have an, an impact could be positive or negative mm. on how then the roadmap can be developed as an engineer. And that really triggered lots of interest in politics and also interest on um, uh, standardizations of certain methodologies to achieve um, the uh, uptake of certain technology. I mean, you're talking about electrification. And, um, and that was one of the areas I was interested in and um, had a very um, open-minded boss to allow me um, to really get into it. And that's how it started. Um, I, mean, I have to say it was probably there is a, a little bit uh, a doubt uh, as an engineer if I would be successful in communication. But hey, ho, I think I did a good job, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but there, don't you think, though, I think there's almost like a kind of traditional trait within women in that, you know, we, we perhaps always doubt ourselves a little bit. Um, you know, I would certainly say even at this point last year, if you'd have told me we were sitting here today doing a podcast after having had a really successful year of, of Leaders Live, I would not have believed you. I, I certainly didn't think this is where we would be. Mm. And I think sometimes, and I think your, yours and mine's relationship has been such a positive one on, on my growth, mm. you know, and I really do thank you for that in that you, you pushed me perhaps where areas 
I, I wouldn't have pushed myself naturally to go. Um, and I think that whether you are, you know, a client relationship or whether it's peers or whether it's boss and employee, I think sometimes that, that relationship of support and belief in one another, I think particularly when it comes to women, I think has so sure. much more power um, to kind of help one another grow. And I really do think that this past year, despite all the difficulty with COVID, um, has been one where, you know, I personally have, mm. have definitely been able to grow. And, um, you know, it's been wonderful to see something like Leaders Live mm. created out of it. And I, I'm super excited for the next 12 months because we're going further. We're going to be talking to leaders one-on-one, a bit like this, and really kind of getting their personal story as well as the kind of technology stories that we debate absolutely. and discuss. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's just, you're absolutely right, uh, Helen. I think um, just back to your point about, uh, you know, that I, you know, uh, you see me supporting you. I, I think you supported me as well. And I used to remember vividly, uh, I hate to hear my voice and here we go. I uh, had already two, uh, three videos already actually uh, in the net um, and, and I'm really enjoying it. So that is also uh, thanking you and also your your crew team for um, really doing a great job in production. And I have also to say, uh, we need to lift up each other and we need to help uh, each other and also create the confidence because you're absolutely right. This is in our DNA that we do sometimes undermine the capabilities we have as women. Definitely, definitely. And I think, you know, it's easier to not have that belief in yourself and not do than kind of put yourself out there. I think that's quite hard. And I think the point about filming, I think there is, I think what I've noticed with the Leaders Live webinars, we've had so many inspirational men and women on, many of whom who have said, oh, I'm mm. a bit nervous. Um, you know, how, how's it going to be on camera? What do I need to do? And it's kind of surprised me that these are people in very senior roles, but it's something still that having um, a kind of public mm. appearance and, and sort of putting yourself out there is still quite nerve wracking. Um, and sure. I think I, I would love to really see more and more people, you know, like yourself kind of getting over that hurdle. Mm. And I, I still feel nervous, you know, certainly before some of our webinars, it's, you know, particularly if I'm hosting. You're always good, Helen. Well, you know, <laughs> thank you. But I think it's not without the hard work that goes True. beforehand. And I might spend a good three or four days thinking about it, worrying about it, but, you know, thinking how to make it as engaging as possible. So I think the more we're perhaps honest about those vulnerabilities about putting ourselves out there, I think that the the ability to then help one another becomes something easier. You know, if we're more honest, you know, the chances are that most people that come onto a podcast or even Mm. a, a webinar don't just come on and, and fleetingly just go in, do what they need to do and walk True. out. We all yeah. need to practice, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we will give the audience also the opportunity to see um, behind the scenes and the backstage here as well. So yeah. uh, look up for that for sure. Um, I think you, you're absolutely right, Helen. It, it is the work what behind it. And so, some people maybe underestimate the amount of uh, hours we put into it, but you know, you're absolutely right. But I'm really excited about the new um, webinars coming up in Leaders mm-hmm. Life. And Me too. maybe we can reveal some of it, Helen, today. Yeah, well, we've got some great ones coming up. So we, we're going to be doing one on health tech, um, which I'm really excited about because it's not something that we've done before, but it's such a burgeoning industry. And when we started to research into this, I had no idea just how 
how exciting and innovative it has been, I think particularly because of COVID. And I think that's what we're going to be looking at, isn't it? We're going to be looking at how COVID has been able to, you know, even in very difficult times, a bit like Leaders Live, things, great things have been able to come from it. So we've got that one coming up. Absolutely. And and, in a very unusual collaboration between um, Bosch and the Israeli government, Mm -hmm. which we are uh, looking forward to. And uh, we have some really interesting guests like Mm -hmm. Dr. Alsha, also from Robert Bosch Hospital. you know, we, I mean, I should know that, but definitely Helen and I have an open eyes when we heard that Bosch actually is sponsoring the hospital mm. and funding it and how big the innovation on the heart of their agenda. So please do, do tune in. Yeah, that one's going to be good, I think. And then we've got another one coming up that's um, a collaborat- collaboration, I should say, between uh, Bosch, Autocar, EV Summit and Leaders Live. And I think that should be super exciting because that's where we're going to be doing more of a, a hybrid event, what yeah. we call it. And that's that's basically where um, we go into a site and we film it live. And so it's going to be so nice to kind of get out of our respective homes oh, gosh, and, yes, and actually so film stuff for people. And I think this is where that move from a sort of traditional webinar to actually an engaging live show yep. that anybody can come and watch and watch and get informed. For me, that's that's really liberating. I think that's very much about democratizing information that yeah. You yeah. wouldn't get the chance to see otherwise. Exactly. And, you know, it's a very unique experience as well to have, you know, such really good platform like Autocar, uh, EV Summit and Leaders Live having this collaboration together um, uh, to deliver the webinar with Bosch. So i uh, really looking forward to it. And, you know, the topic is on our heart, the uptake of electrification and, yeah. and also under the bonnet. What under is really bonnet. under the bonnet? Yeah. Yeah. I, I must admit, I'm having worked in the auto industry for a good sort of seven, eight years. When I do look under the bonnet these days, cars have transformed so much and I'm not an engineer. Hardly it's, can see it, anything now. Yeah. I think particularly, <laughs> particularly with EVs. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. And, and for me personally, you know, I was involved working at an auto manufacturer sort of a good 10 years ago where we introduced some of the first EVs into the UK. So it's wonderful to see all of this start to kind of come to fruition now. Can you reveal the name of the... uh, It was Nissan. Yeah. So I guess if you Googled (laughs) me, you'd see that it was at Nissan. So I'm I'm really proud to kind of see these things move um, so much further forward. One topic we haven't talked about, Mm. which has been a personal joy for me, is, is actually the hydrogen work that we've looked into. Because that's been phenomenal. I think, was it back last summer? It was still very much on the back burner. It wasn't something that people talked about so much in the UK, but we've done quite a few events now and I'm sure we've perhaps played a tiny little part in helping to mobilise that discussion and debate because it is something that we need to think about and discuss, isn't it? Incredible, incredible. I mean, if you think about where when hydrogen really uh, got unleashed in such a good way good way uh, you will think it's uh, you know was only uh, three months ago but we started a year ago with the webinar Helen if you remember yeah, and I do, it was yeah. so successful and we're carrying on our activities there will be another two uh, webinars coming soon and actually you managed to get Caden on board which is yes. fantastic yeah yeah, which would be amazing. And I think we're going to look at a hydrogen house or one of the first hydrogen yes, homes yes, that's indeed. going to be um, uh, built. So I think there's lots, I think, to inform the audience and to help everybody learn because, you know, the world is changing and, um, you know, how we live, how we consume energy, how we move, all of those things that I think, you know, we at Leaders Live are really passionate about. 
are accelerating at such a rate. And it's for us, it's a real privilege to be able to bring that information to our audiences and for them to simply make up their own minds, listen to these speakers, listen to these organizations like your own, mm-hmm. um, but really come to their own conclusions about what they think. Yeah, of course. And, you know, it does really match the government agenda. If you look to the recent announcement of the net zero carbon and the 10 points from the prime minister, absolutely the hydrogen is key to achieve decarbonization uh, in the UK, not only in a transport sector, but of course, heating. And yeah. I remember uh, one of the webinar you had, you um, uh, actually hosted uh, CEO Fusterbosch, Karl Anston. Yeah. Um, so who didn't see it, please do uh, see it. It's recorded online and it does show how the hydrogen boiler work. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, um, we always go from the assumption technology neutral approach. So we think that the heat pump has its role to play, but as well as the hydrogen boiler to create really the the best achieved um, uh, uh, decarbonized uh, agenda moving forward. Yeah, I learned loads from that discussion, actually. It's a real privilege to be able to host some of these events because you actually really get to learn from from these individuals who are absolute world experts in their field on these topics. So um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. That was great. So we've got lots coming up this next year. We've got uh, this new podcast series coming out. um, And as I say, we've got some amazing guests that are going to be coming on. Some of them are executives, senior executives of organizations like your own. um, But we've also got some amazing people that are involved um, in COP26, um, people that are sort of working with the European Commission on on things to do with diversity in human rights. So we've got lots of diverse discussions, but I think the one thing that joins them all together, that these are all leaders who are coming on to share their personal story um, and their personal motivation about how they are doing good in the world through the use of, of technology or um, or their skill set, really. So I really hope that's going to bring a lot of value to our audience and just add another layer of what what Leaders Live is doing, really. Fantastic. It's, you, know, you know, probably some will say why uh, podcasts. And I think this is also another thing um, existed before, but actually became very important after the pandemic, especially, mm. you know, lots of people uh, doing lots of walks. I'm talking about myself mm-hmm. and uh, what best you can you can hear when you're walking is actually podcasts. Mm. So um, it is definitely is timing. And with a finger touch, you you really can, can hear wherever inspired inspiring figures um, uh, speaking. And, you know, it's really fascinating how we change our life with the pandemic in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, I'm going to then finish with a question that I would like to ask perhaps every um, person that comes on on the podcast. Um, But really, where do you where do you see the world heading in the next 10 years from a technological and I guess improvement point of view? Great question. Um, first of all, um, if you're talking about the pandemic, Helen, probably there is uh, one uh, angle of it we cannot avoid to talk about is how are we going to go back mm. to work? Mm. Until now, we were all majority from us working from home and, and, and kind of adapted. And it's really interesting to see recent studies that, you know, majority of the people 
don't want to go back like uh, before with nine to five, but actually looking to hybrid models. And that is the first angle I would say it will influence our life from the technology side of things. Why is that? Because you will then consider more digitalization where we three years ago, we were looking in uh, a journey of transformation of uh, probably 10 years. And now we are looking uh, of a journey of transformation, probably two years. And that is phenomenal. So this is one of the aspects which I think is really positive, the uptake of digitalization and uh, AI, um, as well as uh, the whole positiveness in net zero carbon, because you commute less and actually you are more greener through that. So it, 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 it has benefit from this from side of things. I think one of definitely from, from the technology roadmaps you will see increasingly happening is digitalization um, and uh, automated driving. Definitely coming uh, where we say before that probably that would take longer, but I don't think it's getting long anymore. Oh, I you think, think it's coming. so? Yeah, because there, there's a lot of discussion, isn't there, where people say, yes. oh, it's not going to happen for another, you know, 50 years. I think I saw Deloitte put out a, 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 you know, a survey and I think lots of people sort of said, you know, at least 30, 40 years, but you think it's going to be sooner. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is a demand there. Yeah, me too. Mm. You know, I think it's before the acceptance was less, um, but more and more people are accepting it. And and especially rural areas um, in need of um, having better services. And I think that could be, for example, automated driving coming first, more in the commercial side of things rather than uh, private passenger cars. Yeah. So you're you're positive and hopeful for the next 10 years then? I'm always positive and, and helpful, <laughs> Helen, you know me. I can vouch for that, I can vouch for that. Eman, thank you very much for being our very first guest. Um, it is wonderful to have had you on and um, yeah, look forward to uh, working with you further in the future. Me too, thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this Leaders Live podcast. If you'd like to find out more about us and the upcoming events and future podcasts, please go to our website, www.leaders-live.com. Thanks for listening.